You are listening to the First and a Lot podcast. Here are your hosts, Joey and Don. Yes, sir. Welcome to First and a Lot. I'm Don. That's Joey. What's good, Joey? What's going on? You ready to chop it up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I want to start with uh, some college ball. We got a pretty good week. Uh, NBA, uh, NFL, uh, college, pretty good week of some solid topics. Uh, but just recapping last week, uh, Colorado showed some life at the end. I, I it was closer than it really looked like. It it, it just seemed like uh, USC um, took their foot off the took gas, their foot right? off the gas. Yeah, yeah. but because they had the foot on the throat. I don't know if you saw like Lincoln Riley when he was doing his you know, interview after the game. I mean, like there was a vein stick out of his neck. I mean, you could tell he was stressing out at the end there. Yeah, I think they found uh, Colorado found another weapon in Omarion Miller. I was I I texted you. I was like, damn, who's number fourteen? And he looks like legit. He looks legit, and he's been on the bench. Yeah. Wow, I can't wait, man. When when Dion's full force, wow. Impressed. I was also, impressed. The I don't know. The first half of that game, the play calling was kind of sus for Colorado. I feel like they were definitely struggling to get a feel and obviously this is a hangover from the previous week against Oregon, but the second half they finally started getting better play calling and then of course the playmakers made the plays they needed. Yeah, the the slow starts are a thing. I I and I'm not on the staff. I don't know. They maybe you know they got to watch film. Um, I don't know what you're seeing out there, but it just seems like they're still finding their identity, or they're finding their identity, and then uh, Shadur they start running that read option. That spread yeah. option, that that read option, that I think that is what opened it up a little bit. So, but how long can Shadur take all these hits? I don't know, but some of these passes he makes are kind of jaw dropping, to be honest. And yeah. just the whole game, I mean, like Caleb Williams, I mean, he, he's a stud. And uh, oh, the I don't throw know he about made. you, but this USC team reminds me of the Pete Carroll years. I mean, you know, it's really? whoever says more points. You know, the defense is always going to be up and down, but the offensive power is always killer. And, you know, like, yeah, they, they won by one score, right? But at the end of the day, a win's a win. A I, P- still think, P- Carroll- I still think USC is, is going to be a hard out for any team. True. But a, a Pete Carroll team to me was is it's like that Reggie Bush. Who's the Reggie Bush? I I get that Reggie Bush is probably one of the greatest players I've ever seen in college football ever in my entire life. Um, but that team has weapons all over that offensive side of the ball. All over from receivers, they have decent running backs. Obviously, they have an elite quarterback. 
I mean, that team is just stacked on offense, and they're going to put a ton of points on the board, and hopefully the defense could just hold on long enough for them to get it done. Are Shadur and Caleb and Michael Penis going to be in New York at the end of the year? <laughs> All three of them. Michael Penix will not. I was so unimpressed <laughs> seeing him in person live and he can make the short sideline accuracy passes all day long and they're very effective but man he cannot throw the ball down the field at least that's what I saw I was really disappointed I mean I I thought it was a little bit, bit of a cop out of mm-hmm. their play calling Don as I said man like super effective right like they can spread the field out really well and they can still run the ball decently where a defense can't really have enough guys to spread out enough to cover those those passes to the sideline. So very effective, but mm-hmm. man, those those throws downfield sucks. He he has nothing. It's an interesting to, uh, uh, point. Both uh Michael Penix Jr. with an X. Uh, and Caleb, they both had similar outings with with two different approaches. Caleb took his shots, uh, Penix didn't, and they almost let their opponents back in the game. Not to their, you know, maybe not their fault, but there's a parallel right there. That's interesting. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is... Any other sideline reporting from that? Well, I mean, first of all, I think the Pac-12 is super strong. Um... Even mm-hmm. a team like Arizona who played Washington. I mean, they played tough all the way to the end. Um, obviously, they just didn't have the same skill level as Washington. And um, honestly, I feel like the refs in the Pac-12 are kind of trash. So they had some bad calls against them. But I feel like any Pac-12 team can beat anybody any given week. And it's yep. going to be interesting to see how it's going to come down here. Because, I mean, look like... As we said, you know, USC kind of dominated that game, but still, Colorado got back in it, right? It looked like Michael Penix was dominating Arizona, but yeah, Arizona got back into that game. Uh, even, I don't know if you saw some of the other games, Cal was dominating ASU, ASU got back into the game. Yes. So it's like you can't count any of these Pac-12 teams out. And I think you're right, it's going to be a backbreaker potentially for the playoffs because it's hard to believe any of these teams can just run the table as, as a stance. And I know the um, committee is they're They're putting it off with another expansion, right? Is it, is it, I'll have to look it up. They're, they're delaying another expansion. Well, just think, um, with all the hope that's going to be built up with an expanded playoff with more fans being able to cheer on their team to get to the end. And yeah, if the PAC 12 was still in existence, that would look lovely for us, but um, more teams may have a, a even bigger shot moving to another conference. Um, speaking of which, when it comes to uh, these these big games, um, I know Harbaugh had to sit out, right? Um, but we got some big 
big matchups coming up with coaches that have, you know, uh, a history, like like Texas. So you call you call Texas out. You you pick Texas. Um, you may be right. Some people got Texas number one, right? I've uh, they're not number one. Michigan and and Jim Harbaugh, they're number one. I'm sorry, that team looks so good, and I think they should be the number one team in the country. I think Texas is back. You know, like it, it's hard to trust them because every year they just somehow disappoint you, right? But so far this year, they look really good. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Did you sure. see the Georgia game too? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not the same Georgia team. They're SEC just doesn't look right this year. It's yeah. Well, Texas, they're running back. Pretty solid. Um, the quarterback, you're, I don't know. What do you think about him at Texas? What a what a question, Don. What a question. I think he's uh I'm confused by him, right? I think everyone's a little confused. <laughs> because there's times where like, damn, this guy is the truth. Like, okay, he's you know, should be maybe on the Heisman list. And then there's times you're like, nah, like this guy's not it, you know. And it's it's really where did interesting. all this come from? He he's got like the Joe Burrow, um, wannabe swag. <laughs> but he doesn't look <laughs> right? like he's out there in the field. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I think he's a. I think I think he's good. I don't really know. I'm not sure how how I feel about him. But I think it's uh, a good game manager, right? I think he's doing a good job, doing the right plays that the coaching staff wants, and the team's rolling. True, true. Any other college football stories sticking out to you? Florida State's 4-0. I I think the biggest things for me, as we've been talking in the last few weeks here, Don, is Pac-12 is pretty damn good. SEC mm-hmm. looks like not not the usual SEC. There's no team that can really stick out, and I just don't see them winning any championships. I think Michigan's the best team in the, in the world. I think. Oh, okay. I think, you know, you have the international flair of Notre Dame. Sorry, I just have to throw that out there. But uh, I think... Michigan, they just look so good. I think they're going to be a team to go undefeated and definitely make the playoffs. Um, and then, yeah, I think we see a little bit of West Coast swag with USC. And, that, you know, for me, it goes back to those peak Carroll years, and I would never count them out, right? I think USC can have a uh, shootout with anybody and have a chance to win, so... Uh, it should, there are some games nice. this weekend, but Michigan always drops the big one. It'll suck. It would suck. Uh, but just running through it real quick. Mizzou could lose against LSU. Ohio State's going against Maryland, both undefeated. Texas, Oklahoma, both undefeated. Woo, that's going to be – they're going to hype that up. They're going to hype that yep. up. Oklahoma <laughs> can show up or not, right? That's Florida. one of my favorite games to watch too. At the state fair, it's oh, always yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State. 
Ooh, Kentucky and Georgia. <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting. And then Notre now, Dame and Louisville. Who's the best ACC team? Would you say it's Florida State? Would you say it to Miami right now? Would you say because I mean they're kind of balling out too. You know, you still got Clemson. You know, they're still hanging in there. They're so similar. They're so up and down. All, all, all of them. Florida State, Florida, and uh, Miami. They're they're so they they could be the best athletes and uh, on the field, uh, but then still lose. Right. Yep. It's just it's just always it's been like that for a while with the Florida teams, and I don't know what it is. Um, but man. Uh, Florida State, they got that guy, wide receiver number nine. I think it's number nine. Man, he's good. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah, you got him from. Man, yeah, they got they got some guys on that team. Uh, it's gonna be a good weekend of of football. We're gonna get we're gonna get blessed again, Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, okay. Anything else before we wrap up the uh? College football. Look out for some big upsets. I think uh I think there might be some uh interesting things that you we're some betting right about now? It. Huh? You hitting us with some betting tips right now? Not yet. But I'm just saying get ready for, for some upsets this week. Man, this could be the weekend. This could be the uh you know, there's a week in every college football season, and all the the sports announcers they name it something. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say they do Black Saturday on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Black Saturday fans. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. What do we got next? Anything interesting happen in your NBA? I mean, <laughs> I said your NBA. Same time, right? Dame what Dollar, a trick. new what album a out. Trick. I don't know when it's out. I still, I still can't believe. I, I still can't believe that he, uh, he's gonna be with Giannis and Chris Middleton. Still, like that team's gonna be pretty nasty. They're trying to replicate my uh, Golden State Warriors. Just, just saying. <laughs> oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> um. So Dame and Giannis have been the two poster boys of uh staying with one team, right? So yeah, I mean, kinda, a little bit ironic. I think it's gonna be fun to watch. Right? I think, I think Dame needs to go somewhere else. Just like you remember oh, yeah. when Harden got traded to Houston? I mean, that he just bump. like <laughs> I mean, he just like became MVP of the league, right? I think Dame just needed something new, and I think this is gonna be big. But there's other ripple effects on this trade too. I mean, you had Drew Holiday getting traded to Portland, and then Portland ships him out to the Celtics. Right. So I mean that what a rivalry right there. He's going to go against his old team all the time there. Um, I think that helps the Celtics a lot. And then you have DA leaving Phoenix, going to Portland. 
um, the Suns gave up on him. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck over there. I think uh, this helps. This whole trade obviously helped Phoenix and the Lakers and the Nuggets, right? Um, you're always your Golden State losers up there. You know, it it took another big time player out of the West, so I think it's gonna make things pretty Wait, interesting. You, you right? Chris Paul? I don't know, man. I don't know if Chris Paul's gonna be a starter over, over there. He might be <laughs> right in the bench a little bit. I'm gonna have a lot of material this season. <laughs> um, also, I, I definitely want to talk about, and I want to get your opinion on something on Jokic. Right? He's probably what the best player in the world right now. Would you agree? Yeah, Just won close. a championship with the Nuggets, and it just—I remember after he won the championship, it was just like a lot of negativity from him. Right? Like. I don't want to go to the Prix. I just want to go back home to Serbia, right? Like, he was just done with it. Even though, like, he just won a championship. I thought that was kind of weird, right? And then as soon as he comes mm-hmm. back, he just looks like he's sad and, like, doesn't want to be here, right? It's like he's dragging his feet to be back in the United States getting ready to play another season. How do you feel about that? He's supposed to be the best player in the league, and... It doesn't seem like he cares. We we touched on this in uh, our podcast, First in a Lot. Check us out. Apple Podcast, baby. Um, yeah, we. so when you're a commodity, these guys are starting to recognize it. Giannis said it, and, and Jokic said it, right? There's wars in their countries, you know? The night, well, not Greece, but um, there, there's conflict and a different level of life and poverty, and and we value things differently. And he's blessed; he's blessed to have those talents, and um, he recognizes this is, and this is all my opinion. He recognizes his spot in all of that. What do you think? No, I agree. I just, as a fan of the league, right, I think he brings a lot to the table, just how good he is, right? Like, man, like, when I watch him play, I'm just shocked at how dominant he is. But I just wish he crazy cared more, right? Cared. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... I, I know he does, like, you know, he gets a little chippy on the court sometimes, and, like, I, I know he wants to win, right? Like, don't don't get me wrong on that, but have some enthusiasm of this is, I understand it's quote-unquote job, right? But this is so many people's dreams to be an NBA star, right? And I just feel well, like he just Can you imagine being so good? Do you imagine being so good you just don't give a fuck? No, I can't imagine. I That's I what I'm that saying. Good. I I can't imagine that because I would, if I was really good at something, which you know, not not to say I'm not good at stuff, but I constantly want to get better, right? Like it's never going to be enough for me. I just want to keep getting better and better and better. And I just feel like he just 
he even said it in the conference. He said, I probably picked up a basketball one or two times this whole summer. Like, you know, I am. Yeah, I, I don't know. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. Maybe like, he feels like, like Shaq, like maybe he feels like there's enough time to get in shape and ready for the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're right. Like, I, I'm sure he's going to have another killer M- MVP caliber year, you know. It's just, um, you know, just not a fan. Not a fan of who he is and how he views his job, right? So That is interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting to see and- how they, how they do. Um, I think the uh, do you want to talk about the biggest topic coming out of NBA Media Day? Are you talking about uh, Jimmy Buckets? Jimmy Buckets with that perm to the side, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what a look! Looking like DJ Quick, boy. Looking like DJ Quick with that perm, that that pimp perm. <laughs> but he said it's emo. <laughs> he said it's emo. Cause he, is, is he throwing a fit because he didn't get Dame? <laughs> why? I I don't know why. When I f- first saw him, I was like, "Wow, this is a jacked, roided out Cat Williams." <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> oh man, he had he's got that purr, baby. <laughs> um, I, w- w- I don't know what was going on with that. <laughs> I but, think he uh, was just upset good. about losing off, you know, and not getting Dame. Uh, I think he said he didn't hear nothing. He didn't hear anything about it. He was kind of out of the um, um loop. Man, if I'm being honest, I was pretty, I was pretty shocked that the Bucks made this move, right? Like. I didn't hear anything about Milwaukee going after him. It was more like, you know, Miami is going to be the Heat. They're the ones that want him. They're going to give up whatever they can to get him, right? Another Pat Riley, like, miracle. And I don't know which team you want to go to. So so are they so afraid of Jimmy Butler that they send Dane to Giannis? I don't know which one is worse. I don't know. If you look at Miami... They shouldn't be as good as they are, but every year they're almost in the finals. Every year, I I don't get it. Like I understand Jimmy Butler's, he's he's a badass player, but damn, like I just don't know how they pull it off year after year. They they I think they're one piece away. I don't know what that piece is, but we we shall see. I think they need another dog, you know. That's what they're missing. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty interesting NBA news. Uh, we'll see what happens, you know, see how Dame does in Milwaukee, see how Drew does with Boston. I think that's going to be a big story that kind of went under the radar a little bit. And, uh, and we'll see how the Suns do, sent- too. And Aiden sent off to uh, nowhere land twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, I mean, the Suns got some <laughs> decent... They got some decent pieces back. You know, I think they got Grayson Allen, which is a head case. So I'll be interested to see how that fits in. But uh, 
He's a distraction yeah, for me, Joey. He he's a distraction. How are you this many years out of the league and you're still answering questions about your dirty play at Duke? It's it's crazy. But it's not just even in his NBA career, he's I mean, remember like Alex Caruso, didn't he like break his arm or something? I mean he's True. he's he's uh, he's dirty. Man, he but might not, get that dirty jacket in the Bummy Hall of Shame. He's gonna get that dirty jacket, Joey. You know who's? You I'll know, save I it for another you, day. Uh, I I bet you Booker and KD they're happy to have him there because he'll take over and get those technical fouls. They where... a goon like uh <laughs> like uh Draymond. Yep, they ain't a yep. goon. Yep. So then they don't have to worry about getting theirs racked up. So. Uh yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, I still think the West is going to be the the best conference and the toughest conference, and we'll see if Golden State can make the playoffs this year. It's going to be tough for them. I can't wait. I mean, we're in, man, this time of the year and sports on so many different levels is so fun. Uh, but let's look at the NFL. Aaron Rodgers. What is this about he's going to try to come back this season? Can you break that down for us as a loyal Jets fan? Give us your take. I believe him. I, oh shit. I have this weird feeling that he, I know he's not like indestructible and stuff, obviously, but something tells me he's going to try to play in the next five weeks. How is that possible? It's crazy. Is, I, so I, I think he's he's attacking his rehab like a madman, right? Like I think he's just trying to do everything he can to get back onto the field. But I also think he's going to take a risk, right? Because he knows his career is almost over. He doesn't really have a, that much time to sit on the sidelines, right? Because, you know, our uh, our clock is always ticking, right? We're always getting older, never younger. So I think he's going to take a chance and, and see if he can play. And if it doesn't work, then there's his career, right? But Has, has medicine gotten so amazing that um, Kobe came back from Achilles can this would this AD, is dude. unbelievable we you know i was on the phone with you we were on the phone or we were texting and we watched um kevin durant's achilles snap live in hd <laughs> and we were and we were like that's his like you and you were you you gave a graphic description you said his shit was was snapping up through his leg as i'm like watching it in slow motion um, is the technology that great? Because they're saying hyperbaric chambers, tourniquets. The medicine must be amazing now, <clears throat> and and what someone can do. Yeah, I I know Aaron Rodgers got a a unique surgery for his Achilles, right? Where they put an internal mm -hmm. brace to help protect it. Um, so I think it's also a different kind of surgery. I think it's going to be him pushing it. I think the doctors are going to be like, hey, let's see what happens. Let's, you know, 
they don't know if a new surgery is going to be very successful unless someone puts it to the test. And I think he's the man to do it. So I'm, I would not be surprised to see him play again this year. Um, a, I hope a it happens. Speed bridge I, I hope, repair. I hope the Jets. It's called remain, a speed bridge. Yeah, there we go. I hope the Jets remain relevant enough to make stands for him to come back, right? I hope they stay close enough to the playoff race where adding him back is going to push him over the edge. So we'll see. We'll see if they can keep it together long enough to have Superman come back and save them. Uh, let's hope for the best on that. Also, did you see Mr. Pfizer too? No. What happened? You know, Aaron Rodgers uh, dubbed... Travis Kelsey as Mr. Pfizer with his uh, new commercials um, for, for the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> you know, Travis Kelsey has the vaccine you know, his, for what? For for COVID and for the flu shot. Now you did a nice uh, Pfizer campaign commercial and <laughs> Aaron Rodgers dubbed him Mr. Pfizer. I think it's hilarious. I thought you were and... gonna. I thought you were gonna say something about Taylor Swift, but no, I'll I'll <laughs> check it out. Mm. <laughs> I I, I want to ask you about uh, sauce. Is <sighs> is is he the uh, social media uh, face of a commercial campaign type of guy? Or are just people just <laughs> just thrusting him into the the, the limelight? Does you see his social media posts now? You see him on commercials. Is that really who he is? Because it doesn't seem like it is. I think, in a way, it is. I think he mumbles a lot, so it's hard to hear everything he says. So I think he has to work on that mm. aspect of it. But I think, yeah, I think he he should and and is a good person to have as a face of your company, right? Like he's a dominant, hardworking player, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he, he deserves that to have those opportunities to create his own Buffalo Wild Wings sauce. Right. Uh, man, I love it. I, I eat it <laughs> up. I'll, I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings every day if I could. I'll get sauce and sauce any day. And you see what they're doing? They're playing a commercial during the Colorado Buffaloes games. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yep. But yeah, I, I think I think he he deserves it. I mean, he's defensive rookie of the year. I think he I mean, he got screwed this last Sunday on that passing inference holding call. That was kind of ridiculous. But um uh, yeah, he's he's a good player. He's a hard worker, and what else can you ask for, right? Um, just like look at mm-hmm. Bijan with his uh, Dijon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, okay, marketing. Yeah, um, until you get sued by Great Paul. Oh, just kidding. Um, okay, so Zach, let's let's uh, so Jets talk. Um, Zach Wilson. Um, did you see anything special? And then we'll move on to the rookie quarterbacks. Okay, so Zach Wilson, I hate Zach Wilson. He needs <laughs> to get the hell away from New York, get the hell away from holding any football for the rest of his career. 
and it drives me crazy. He is so bad, and then he has a little moment that he's decent. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, let's give him a chance. Like, you know, maybe he is getting better. And the next three games, he's going to play like shit. I guarantee it. That's Zach Wilson, and it's so unfortunate that he keeps putting himself just good enough for them to keep him around just for him to keep failing and it's so frustrating as a Jets fan and I wish I I, yeah I wish Don I wish the Jets would just sign a quarterback go get Kirk Cousins right go get fuck go get go get Rivers out of retirement He's a gunslinger. Go get someone <laughs> like that, right? I, I trust an old man who hasn't been in the league for a year over Zach Wilson. And it drives me crazy, this, as you can so tell. I, I, I know I've, I've said this complaint before, okay? This is one of my biggest complaints when it comes draft time. We go the whole damn year following college football, and then when it comes to the draft, all of these so-called experts and quarterback whisperers and um, what's his fucking name uh, on ESPN, they start pulling quarterback names out of the crack of their ass talking about this guy, uh, uh, he, he's next level, he can read, he's underrated, he's got good velocity, the ball spins off his hand, Joey. The ball comes out of his arm like a rocket. Just to just to build their own clout, uh, Trevor Simeon, um, oh, all the quarterbacks at Denver that they that they get. Do you know why right? they talk like that, like Mel Kiper and all that? Because it's the only Mel way Kiper. they have a job. Yeah, it's the only way he has a job, exactly. right? To make it sound like he knows what he's talking about. You call my coach's son a bum. <laughs> Trey Lance, it's the same thing. They they got they they call these guys out of schools that nobody watched. Um, da. Oh my goodness. Da. Josh Allen is probably the 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 um the one guy that came out of the nowhere. Josh Allen is the only guy that came out of nowhere in the last five or six years that has been worth anything. But da, everybody please, else, they hold bring on, up. Hold on, time out. Yeah. I'm blowing the whistle on you. Trey Lance, tell me he's not a bum. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> tell me he's not a bum. <laughs> okay. I can't do it, Joey. <laughs> oh, man. All the <laughs> listeners know he is a bum. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, no, I agree. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe makes a comeback. <laughs> but go ahead. Buddy. No, you're right. Like, look at... Uh, <laughs> Look at look at Carson Wentz, right? He has some flashes where he looked good, but overall, bust, right? Man, it went downhill fast. Yeah. Fast, right? Absolutely. Look at Zach Wilson. Bust. Look at Trey Lance. Bum. Like these guys mm. suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's so many more names. But I can't remember them because they're bums. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, you have, oh, man, I I hate to say it, but. That gets viewership. I think it's a it's almost like a scam because they know it's going to increase ratings come 
draft night, sell jerseys, get butts in the seats by selling a name as the franchise quarterback. There can't be why, 32 why are these teams that getting dudes. Sucked in? But why are the teams getting sucked into it? Like, for example, the 49ers, they gave up their booty hole to go get Trey Lance. Damn. <laughs> and, and man, they, I mean, like, that was horrible. What a Wide bad open. decision that was, right? And with that many snaps, yeah. With that many snaps. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, like, I wonder if they're drinking the Kool-Aid of what these so-called experts are saying, right? It's yeah. it's hard to imagine, but and then you got people like Kyler Murray who has a lot of skill and talent, but doesn't have much between the ears, you know. And you see how that plays out. Boy, this is crazy. Yeah, but you're right. Let's talk about some of these rookies, man. Oh, yeah, C.J. Stroud looks legit, Impressive. right? I'm super impressed by I him. Think, I, think, I think his inability to run has really helped him read defenses. That's that's my take. I was, you know, I don't know if you saw some of the preseason, but he did not look good in preseason. I was like, oh, here we go. Another Ohio State quarterback like Justin Fields, you know, overrated, <laughs> going to struggle. But, man, he is shocking. And I, I can sit here and say I was wrong, and I think he's going to be a star. We, I, you know, we we shall see. I like those red unis, though. Woo-wee. Yeah, those are sick, huh? <laughs> um, who else we got? Bryce Young? I don't know, man. I think he's too small. Anthony Anderson? Yeah. Bryce Young? Um... What about Puka? You see Puka catching passes left and right and walk off touchdown. It's it it seems. How is that so easy? I don't it, know. It, it it almost looks like a, a design play. You throw it to the guy, point A to point B. Like why doesn't every team just do that? It's not like he's uh Jamar Chase. Okay, but you know you know what's really it's it's like the uh, Belichick system. Yeah, but looking at Cooper Cup, right? I thought Cooper Cup and Puka are very similar players. And look at what Stafford has done. He, like, attaches to those type of guys, right? He feeds them, like, what, 15 targets a game? Um, It'll be really interesting when Cooper Cup comes back if Puka is still going to be as dominant of those targets. But, yeah, it's shocking. I mean, it, it's not what you would think uh successful wide receiver looks like, right? He's not like uh, Jamar Chase or, you know, some big-time, like, Megatron receiver. He's comes out of nowhere and just gets all those targets and makes those great catches. Discipline. Um, it Something uh, has been on my mind when I watch football lately after watching the... Uh, uh, Money Manziel documentary. Uh, how much of these guys don't actually look at the playbook? I don't know. I think that's kind of Jamarcus. Murray, that's, uh, it. that's what I'm saying. Like uh, Jamarcus Russell, the coach handed him a blank uh, tape, and then he told the coach he watched it. 
Yeah. So I'm thinking, all these guys, uh, how 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 many of them are just? And I'll be honest, but when I played, I I couldn't <laughs> tell you if I spent enough time studying the playbook or watching the film, but these guys are making bank now. Like they they are making money once they enter a college stadium. Exactly. And, and, so, but these guys had to be hungry to to continue to get it. Right? <laughs> it makes I don't you know, think. Dom, I I feel like these rookies are looking pretty good overall. Um, as uh, you got CJ looking good, you have the guy up for uh, the Colts. Anthony, right? He's looking good. Puka yeah, looking Anthony. good. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Laporta, the tight end for the Lions, looking good. I don't know if you saw uh, Witherspoon for the Seahawks running back a uh, INT for a touchdown. I mean, these rookies, they're, they're impressing me this year for sure. Well, that's good. I, I hope that's a sign of better football, um, better matchups. Uh, and we then, shall see. Yeah, the last thing I want to talk about NFL for this last week is how the hell did the Denver Broncos win that game? What the heck? I mean, that was a loser bowl, right? <laughs> oh, wow. <Yeah>. Is, is, <laughs> it, is it really... Is it really Chicago Bears that bad? Yes. Yeah, I guess they are, man. Like, they're, I they're, still, down three, uh, they're down by three. They're down by three touchdowns. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, they're up big. But regardless, it's a tie game. And you don't kick a field goal to go ahead on fourth down? Oh, my God. Like That coach should be fired instantly after that call. Man, oh, may- but maybe anyways, uh, maybe the theory is true. That was the uh, Caleb Williams Bowl. Could be, but like, what happens now? Oh. Does Denver does Denver build momentum for having this big comeback, or are they still a horrible, shitty team? And that's to be seen. And I'm kind of hoping they crash and burn. We'll see. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um, mystery to me. I don't know Hello. if um, he, he doesn't get the Mahomes treatment like he's a one of the, one of the highest contracts at one point. but he, does, he he's not getting the uh, football. <sighs> guru type quarterback treatment that I thought when he was at the Seahawks. And it may be because he's got the money, he's got the wife, um that it is just not showing up on the field. Uh I don't know. His decline his decline because last year with Seattle is very obvious and it's just carried over tenfold to the Broncos here. So but you know, I thought it was I want such to bring a good up, move at the time. Yeah, but I want to bring up what we've been talking about here—a um, little special thing for our listeners. 
how we want to have more guests on our podcast and we want our listeners to hit us up we're looking for some good fun conversations um so tell us your favorite teams tell us who you love i I would love to talk to a broncos fan because i think they're they're trash you know give us some packers some cowboy fans you know hit us up we'd love to have you on our show give us that hot take let us know what you think. All right. Anything now we, else for uh, this week, quick, Don? That bummy. Who's that bummy going to, Joey? I think the bummy award has to go to... You ready for this? <laughs> Who? Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say, but I'll I'll save it. <laughs> I think he gets my bummy award because I finally see that he's a fraud. He Ooh, is damn. a player that has all the stats and the yardage, but he is a fraud on the field and he can't make those long passes. So he gets my bummy award for the week. Oh, he on that fakery. Okay. Oh boy, that's that's a good one. Mm. Did I already get my bummy? Go ahead. Was it Grayson Allen? With it. <laughs> <laughs> my bummy. Oh boy, give me a second. My bummy. I had one. My bummy's gonna go to Damien. Leah Tofford Lillard. <laughs> I don't know if that's his middle name. <laughs> that bump, he wasted all that time standing on that podium. Y'all hunting for a, 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 a ring. Y'all, y'all get y'all putting super teams together. What you on now, fool? A super team. <laughs> big big three. I don't know, Middleton. M- Middleton. <laughs> yeah, that's a big three. That's a big but, three. I'll give it to them. But then, uh, he, you know, he stood so long, wasting all that time and money. Uh, album out now, album out soon. Dame Lemon, Dame, Dame Dollar, uh, Dame Time, right? Yep. Um, you, you, you gotta look out for yourself. Giannis looking out for himself. Jokic, he's complaining, look, but he's looking out for himself. James Harden definitely looking out for himself with his crusty beard, right? Um, <laughs> You you don't owe anything to the team or the town if they aren't putting the pieces around you. And he he overplayed himself. He said, "Oh, I don't need nobody, right?" And would he send yep. your little buddy uh, CJ away? Because they was just stock stacking up their own uh, priorities, and, and he thought, "Oh, oh, it's it's for the better for the team." Oh, okay. Then you got played. You got played. That's a good bummy right there. Now you're you wearing them horns on your jersey. <laughs> I also want to give a, a shout out to Jordan for joining us last week. And I know he would yeah. give a bummy award to the head coach of the Bears that we talked about, Eber Flus, for making that boneheaded yeah. decision not to kick that field goal to go up by three. So there's an added bummy award for the week. 
Rooney would have put it in there like that. He would have called exactly. him a bum. Um, also, uh, I can't wait to have Rooney back because um, he's got affiliation with uh, Pro Football Focus. And um, I would love to hear uh, Rooney and, and Joey chop it up about fantasy a little bit more um, because he's, he, I guess he's got some analytics on that too. So we didn't tap into the room dog enough, Joey, last time. So can't wait for future um, shows on, on that stuff. Any yeah, uh, gambling tips or anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want our listeners to really enjoy this season right now, right? We have baseball playoffs. It's going to be really interesting. I think it's pretty wide open there. Um, you know, college football is looking hot right now. Good matchups. NFL, I mean, some shockers going on in the NFL. So everyone just enjoy it. Gamble responsibly. Just uh, go with your gut. Go with your favorite team. See how it goes. But just enjoy this season where we have all this great sports going on. That's all I got to say. And always bet on first and a lot. Where we give it to you straight, raw, and from the source. Just kidding. (laughs) We're out of here. That's been first and a lot. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later.